Good evening, good evening. Welcome to Heroes 101 Radio. We are, as usual, the kryptonite to your Tuesday evening blues. Uh, I am uh, I'm your host, Spectre, from the New York Hero Initiative over here on the East Coast. And as always, I'm joined by the lovely rock and roll from the California Hero Initiative in San Francisco. Hey, all you wonderful listeners. Hello. Hello. How are you doing out there, Rock? You know what? Doing really super well. I'm excited. Um, but I'll get into that later. How are you doing, sir? Yeah, I'm doing all right, too. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. You know, spring, I was going to say spring's coming to New York, but we had another five inches of snow over the weekend on the first day of spring. So <laughs> you know, maybe, uh, maybe not quite, but uh, I'm going to stop bitching about the weather soon anyway. At you because you know it's just when you say another five inches of snow and I'm going, holy crap! You know, I, I give you props. I don't know if I can handle it. I, I'd like to throw a snowball, make a snowman, but once I'm done with that, I'm like, okay, I did. You know, it always seems to happen over here that the winters are long and brutal and cold, and then it, it, spring kind of comes for like three or four days, and everyone goes nuts, and you know, everyone strips off, puts away all their winter clothes. And then it kicks you in the balls again, you know, just when you're least least suspecting it. It would go from like 60 degrees down to 15 again. And <clears throat> yeah, yep, another few inches of snow. So you guys are like, you guys have an Indian winter like we have the Indian summer, you know, where <laughs> it will get really hot again. Wow, that's just, yeah, that pissed me off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm done with that. But, uh, you know, it, it hasn't been too bad. It's been above freezing most days and, uh you know, it's been it's been getting up to fifty some days, some magical days when you don't even need to wear a jacket. So it's, uh, you know, it's improving. And I, I, yeah, I must say, I the one thing that I love about spring coming along is, you know, during the winter. I, I don't know about other New Yorkers or East Coasters, um, but uh, for me, I get so lazy, just really, just physically lazy. You know, I'll, I'll still be out there doing the whole hero initiative thing and walking around, but. In terms of doing any kind of exercise and keeping in any kind of good shape, it just doesn't happen from like November through March. <laughs> it's just time to pile on the pounds, oh. eat too much, drink too much. I think that's when we all do it, though. I think that's it's it's that whole winter hibernation thing. You yeah. know, we just get we get the extra layer to keep us warm. I don't know. I, I think a lot of us have to work twice as hard not to gain the weight right now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I managed to get out there a couple of times this week and do a bit of running, and it was it felt pretty good actually. To be uh, even though I was wheezing around the track like an ancient overweight rhino, I uh, at least oh felt my like god. I was doing something. <laughs> oh my god, the visual I just had. <laughs> I thought I could try to make the noises for that. That just that's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> But, uh, you know, talking of um, which, I, I did see through the magic medium of Facebook a certain nightbug who's back again manning the soundboards, which we definitely appreciate. Um, we missed, uh, missed Mr. Nightbug the last two shows. But uh, I, saw, I saw some footage of Nightbug doing, uh, like, fist press-ups and things and uh, in a new gym membership. Yes. Brand new, right, Nightbug? Um, you, guys, you guys were breaking up again there, but uh, it might just be a temporary right. thing. I hope it's a temporary thing. Can you press that all? No, it is, it is breaking up, I'm afraid. Is that the demon Netflix again? Uh, how's that now? Yeah, that's better. All right. 
I guess I can't do anything else. <laughs> uh, with, uh, we, we can't run Netflix downstairs while we're doing the show up here. We can't open another page, because sometimes we'll open a Facebook page just to let people know, hey, we're on, in case you forgot. Um, and doing that tonight, just pulling our uh, signal for some reason. So we won't do that. We'll try to keep it clear. Is this okay now? Actually, no. You, you know what? It's still breaking up, I'm afraid. It's kind of on and off. Wow. But, uh, you know, I think I think you need to do what I do and just do it the old-fashioned way with a phone in a basement and <laughs> just, <laughs> just deal with being in I'm a about to do that. bug-ridden cave. Okay. You know what? How is now? He's trying everything. He can. How's this go? How's this doing? Yeah, that's better. That's better. Better. If it gets yeah. bad, let me know. I'll like step. Just call with my phone and call in. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Sounds good. Oh. Okay. Whew. All right. Sorry about that, listening audience. You know, when we go back to the archives, we'll uh, we'll cut that out. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just uh, insert some jazz. Huh. Right, right. Did 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 I would Anyway, um yeah, workout time. Uh we did join a gym recently, uh because we've been kind of out of it, kinda on martial arts world realized not working out enough. So we we joined a gym and um the nice thing is there's a bunch of us together going so when one person can't go hopefully the other person can go and that's I'm I, I, I hate to say this rock but you are breaking up like crazy again okay i'm gonna call in i'm gonna call fair in. enough yeah technology's not not our friend nope nope let's see uh, da, da, da. <laughs> hang on guys I'm in right now swap this then right. we're just gonna yeah, I'm just doing this. So I tell you, I tell you what. While you're uh, dialing in there, I was going to recap. So last week we had, um, I guess, a pretty unusual format show where we uh, we were talking about kids and what kids think of the real life superhero movement, what the movement does for kids. You know what what our response is to kids who are interested in joining up and. I, I must admit, I, I enjoyed it. It was, uh, you know, kind of a personal one. I had both of my kids uh, recorded interviews. Um, Rocky, you had you had your son's thoughts as well about uh, what it is you right. do. Right. <clears throat> um, and uh, you know, it was uh, for me, it was a pretty personal, pretty poignant show. Um, but we did promise to talk about, um, and and this was something I didn't want to miss because you know we we get a lot of it. But but uh, when we have people under the age of 18 or under the age of 21 who are interested in joining up with the real-life superhero movement and, and you know, doing doing something, um, whether it's outreach work, whether it's uh, security patrols or, um, you know, what have you. And so we promised to kind of give our thoughts on whether it's appropriate, what our response would be to people who are interested typically, and also the kind of training and equipment that uh, younger people might uh, might want to go through. So I kind of figured before we dive into the topic of this show, which is a pretty awesome one in its own right, maybe we could just spend a few minutes just, just talking about that. Before we do that, I have to say, you're, hearing your children and their thoughts 
was really very um, revealing for me, and it was it was wonderful. I, you know, what I was thinking was, these kids, nothing gets by them. You know, we think our kids don't notice everything, and they do. And just the things they had to say about what their daddy was doing you know, out there as a superhero and what they think you're doing, wow, very telling. And, um, you know, when you talk about kids inquiring here, that makes me realize, it makes me realize more that, that whatever we say to these kids, whether they're, you know, they're not family, the ones who want to join, sometimes they are, um, but it's very important what we say to them. And uh, I, I know first, when someone tells me they're they're not 18 yet and they want to join the initiative, the Hero Initiative, I I'm like no. <laughs> uh, we do have different different branches, you know, of of the Hero Initiative that they could take part in. But um, as I don't know, how do you feel about that, Spectre? It's, it's it seems so. It's it's a real touchy thing for me. It feels like they can only be in one certain part of it. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh... You know, like you say, I, I, I'm always very, very careful about how I, how I try to say no without being too discouraging, um, or right. discouraging, I guess as well. But because right. you know, I, I find the younger the people are that want to get involved in what we do, and I guess for people listening at home thinking, who the hell are you people? You just <laughs> where did that <laughs> Good point. And what the hell are you talking about? Um, yeah. For, for who we are, we're a group called the Hero Initiative Group, and. We we do a lot of things that cover a multitude of sins, I guess, from um, anything from <laughs> homeless outreach work to free self-defense classes to security patrols to, you know, public safety type work as well. So things that could potentially put us in harm's way, but uh, our, our uh, thought process behind it is that uh, the more prepared we are and the more uh, savvy going into these situations, the, the less the risk and, and the safer we all are. Um, so, you know, having a 16-year-old, for example, come along with uh, delusions of Batman and... and uh, <laughs> um, yeah. And, you know, and, and I do find that the younger the kids, the more of that there is, you know, the more they're obsessed with the whole superhero thing, um, the more that they are living in something of a deluded world around the amount of experience they have and the, the, the level of skills that they have as well and tend to take unnecessary risks, Um and, and, you know, I think also, and particularly, you know, here in the New York region, we, we've got the famous Dark Guardian who, you know, has been on every type of media that there is. And, and uh, everybody right. knows him from the HBO show. And he, he's an awesome guy and is out for pretty much every patrol. You, you can't stop the guy. Um, but, you know, a, a 15 or a 16-year-old comes along and, and all they want to do is show off. You know, they know he's a big martial arts guy. They want to want to show off their skills and, and really the streets of Manhattan are not the, not the place to be doing that, you know, go to a dojo. Um, so yeah, to cut a long story short, um, although I didn't really cut it short, I just talked to the end. Oh, of, God. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, to cut a long story short, uh, you know, really the message we try to give back is, you know, we really appreciate the interest. Uh, it's great that you want to do this kind of thing. Um, but in order to be safe, we'd recommend that, uh, you know, you come along to a few training uh, training events that we do, for, especially ones for younger people. Um, and, and, you know, we get to know you a bit better as well, you know, get to know your temperament, get to know, you know, where you're coming from. Um, and, you know, I must say, I, I guess we've always assumed that there will be a point where we think, actually, is this young person ready to come out and patrol? Um, 
but not once has that actually happened. Every single time we've thought, this person's way too young, you know, come back in a couple of years when you've gained a bit more maturity, a bit more maturity and uh, just a bit more self-confidence and, and uh, calmness, I guess. Yeah, definitely the calmness, because, you know, it's not their fault. You know, the younger you are, the more energy you tend to have. And if you don't, you know, filter that into something super useful, you tend to have a little bit of excess energy and get you bouncing off the walls. And a lot of that comes with, you know, and I have to say I feel bad saying, no, you can't. No, that's not what I meant. I meant not right now. You can't you can't go on these patrols yet. You can't nothing that like you said is gonna put them in harm's way because oh my god, getting someone hurt when you're supposed to be a group of people who are supposed to help keep the community safer, can you imagine? Um not to mention the, the legal repercussions from anyone's family if we put someone in harm you know, someone in harm's way. But that's not to say that we don't welcome Jesus, Bug, are you puking out here? Are you okay? Choking on something, huh? Oh, okay. Um, it, the the other parts of the uh, Hero Initiative that we can use you in are, hey, you know, they might not be as, as ooh, you know, scary and, and fun as the, as the patrols, but it's, it is outreach and, and it is getting right there into the community and really helping where it, you know, it needs it. So, um, youngsters, we would love to have you. Just just know that we're not going to put you in harm's way right away. No way, you know. Yeah. Like I said, I'd, that would be terrible. And, I mean, would you, you know, and, and I, I guess I was in this situation myself a couple of years ago where we had a young person come along and say, look, you know, I, I kind of appreciate I'm not ready yet to do what you guys do, but how would you recommend that, that I, I prepare for that? Um, you know, what, what's, do, you, do you kind of have any uh, recommendations for this sort of training regime that people might uh, might want to go down? And that, is, yes, that's a very good question. Because the first thing I would do is, like you said, you would have them come and join you, maybe train a little um, in your, you know, in the free self-defense that we do, see how they handle that. Um, I would definitely, I consider any outreach training so if they came out and did some outreach with us, see how they handle that. Because even when you're just doing a homeless soup outreach, strange things can happen, especially when a lot of the um, homeless that visit us have mental health issues. So how, you know, we watch the new recruits and see the new potentials and see how they handle that and probably help them, you know, train them through it. Also, I would tell them, get your head set on on getting any free courses that you can through the community itself. Like, um, I don't think you have to be 18 to get CPR training, do you? No, no, I don't, no I think, you don't. Yeah, not at all, yeah. Um, the Red Cross also has emergency training, and um, they, you don't ha- I know you don't have to be um, 18 for that. I would I would tell them to do what I would tell any other recruit to do, which is to to get all that under your belt while you're waiting, you know, to to go on these patrols or to do the more dangerous things. Because honestly, if they're not that, if they're not willing to do that, you know, take the little time to train, take the little time to to you know uh, take these classes. I don't think they'd be that serious about you know um, staying in and doing the stuff that, say, you and D.D. do out there, you know. 
um, for for any length of time. Sure, at first when it's fun and maybe somebody's taking pictures and such, but after that, I, I if you can't stick with the with the training, you're not going to be able to stick with the job when it gets not so fun anymore, right? Yeah, yeah. And and you know what? So the the person who approached me probably three years ago now, I guess, with that same question, um, our recommendation as as a group to the guy, and he he was a really really nice guy. His heart was in the right place, but was just very very young. Um, so our recommendation was um, go away, uh, learn some self-defense, but more importantly, learn some first aid, some CPR. Um, and he did exactly that. He actually trained as a paramedic for two years um, and came Whoa. with medical kits galore, you know, far more first aid knowledge than the rest of us had and was a massive asset to the team. So, you know, I, I think in that situation it was, you know, it was the perfect uh, the perfect storm really of his enthusiasm, some some advice that pointed him in the right direction and then he came back and, and helped us out enormously. That's awesome. See? Now that's the exceptional story right there. So, you know, that's what you hope will happen. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, not just yeah. a whack job. <laughs> with weapons. Yeah, you did. That's okay with weapons. You and I both, you know, I, I get the feeling that if we go ahead and say with half of the things that are on our mind, um, it'll probably be a more fun show for both of us because we've both been going through a little bit today where we're both kind of, uh, but we still want to be here and bring the show to you. It's just, uh, <laughs> I, I think we need to, to um, bring some things out that we've internalized a little bit <laughs> today. So, so um, if you, it's not our venting show, but still, I don't think you ought to hold back at all. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> um, but I think that that addressing that, because some teams I know, they'll take anybody on. And I think it's wonderful that they're very open. If their events are geared toward people of all ages, that's fine. But when you start taking, you know, 17-year-olds, and, yes, it makes a difference. 17 to 18, there's, you know, in court, an adult is 18, a 17-year-old is not. So I'm saying that, you know, um, if if you take them out on, on things that could get you both in trouble, then, you know, that's the responsibility you take. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> and, you know, yeah, like you say, we... we we do a lot of work with uh, Beacon, who are a, a team based in Staten Island, who do a ton of homeless work. I mean, they're, they're just incredible, incredible team. Um, and most of them are college students, I guess, between the age of probably 17 and, and 21. Um, but they work in very large groups. They're, you know, they're normally probably something like 12 of them in a group as they go out. They only do homeless handouts, and they have a very kind of methodical, well-thought-out process to how they do it. And as far as I know, they've always been 100% safe, no issues at all. Um, there you and, go. And, you know, they're they're all very, and actually very mature young people as well. And, you know, I guess maybe, maybe that uh, the type of work that they do, the kind of outreach or um, uh, community work that they do, maybe that actually attracts more mature people than the uh, Batman <laughs> patrol type work oh, that uh, some other groups do. Right. Um, you know, think about it. It's, it's uh, you got to be a little crazy. And I say that because I'm one of those people who, you know, wants to put on a costume and go out on a patrol. Come on. Come on. <laughs> you got to be a little insane to want to do that in a good way. I'm not saying it's a bad way, but sometimes people cross the line. <laughs> 
and they're crazy in a bad way. But anyway, that's not what our show's about tonight, so I won't I won't go, you know, in that direction. I could very easily, but I'm not. Yeah, maybe we maybe we have another another uh, show where we just uh shame the uh, the crazies that we've... You know, I must admit, I, I haven't found that many crazies that have come along and actually come out for patrol. Um, but, you know, some of the messages, and I'm sure you're the same, some of the messages you get, particularly through Facebook, are just plain nuts. Um, and, Holy uh, crap. make an yep. entertaining show. I'm down for that. You know I am. And, yes, absolutely, they're... Oh my God! These friend requests. I'm not going to request you if you're holding a bunch of weapons in your picture. I'm not impressed. I think you're just a nut with weapons. So, you know, there's a time and a place. I can see if you're standing in the middle of a dojo and you're, you know, there's obviously a group of people with you. They're all, I don't know, training with weapons or something. I'd be like, oh wow, that's cool. Look at this martial artist who's here. But if you're standing there in your bathroom holding up, you know, swords or, or God forbid, guns, I'm going to go, you're crazy. Thanks anyway, you know. You, you know, my my first ever real-life superhero photo was of me holding a katana in my lounge with, like, a reflection of my eyes in the katana blade, and then superimposed behind it was uh, was New York. And uh, I was that geek with a sword in, in a You're room. lying. I don't <laughs> no, remember that. No, I'm serious. <laughs> I still kind of like it. Sorry. <laughs> No, that's not knowing you now. It's okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I've never taken that sword out onto the streets on patrol and uh, have never been quite that nuts. Thank you. Well, I was just going to say, there's a difference. I'm yeah. not taking There was a superhero. I've seen photos well, of someone else with a katana as well on Facebook. I, right. I, I was just going to say, there was a person out there who was making videos of training out on a beach with swords. And uh, uh, this person couldn't say the word wakatashi, um, you know, properly. But anyway, um, anyway, and I'm going, really? You're out there on the beach with these blades? Okay, I'm never going patrolling with you. But, you know, and, and this person was just trying to convince everybody that, that certain blades were okay to walk out on patrol with. And I don't think they're really active. I've, I've never se- I haven't seen them in the community for about a year and a half, almost two years now. So I think... I think maybe somebody kind of hipped them to the, the, I don't know, the legalities of doing something as dumbass as that. I don't know, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, and, you know, particularly here in New York, I don't know what it's like in, in San Fran. I can't imagine they uh, exactly encourage it. But, I mean, here in New York, you know, nothing is legal to carry, not pepper spray, not, you know, it, it, everything is banned. <laughs> so, like, you know, really the only thing you're going to do is get yourself in trouble. It's, it's just pretty dumb. Yeah, I was really surprised. I thought you guys could use tasers. I thought you guys could use mace or pepper spray. And I went, what? Really? Yeah. I, you know, that that really, really surprises me. So what can you do for protection other than, you know, train yourself? Um, there isn't much. I, I'm really surprised. I really thought, I don't know why, but I thought tasers were okay. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, literally for me, I take a mag light. That's it. Like the big... D-cell battery mag lights that weigh a ton, and, you know, they're, they're pretty much, you know, you can use them like a tonfer or something, but, uh, yeah, that, that's it. That's what, um, when I was a bouncer, that's what we had hanging from our belt. We had the big, you know, six-cell um, mag flashlights, because they're just flashlights. They're not weapons, right? <laughs> yeah, until you get clogged around the head with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Exactly. And, um, yeah, out there, I've seen them come in handy. I'm not advocating violence, people. This is only in worst-case scenario, scenario, blah, 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 you know. Um, anyway, I'm sorry. I, you have to forgive me. I'm sitting here just rambling because we have to have another venting show, obviously. Can you tell? Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because Rock needs to shut up. I'm even talking about myself in the third person. I need to shut up about um, dumb things I've seen. In the, oh, there, there's a show. Dumb things we've seen in the RLSH world. So, um, anyway. <laughs> hey, Titus Lupus in the chat room here says, I have a few pics of myself holding swords and knives, but state they're, for, they're only for ceremonial use. That's a good idea. Yeah. Okay, yeah, the fact <laughs> that he states that they are only for ceremonial, because let me put this out there right now to anybody who's going, what, you don't like knives? You don't, are you kidding me? My broadsword kata is one of my favorite things to do when I'm trying to, oh, what do I want to exercise with? I will bust out our broadswords or, or you know, um, we have the weapons that we've trained with are near and dear to my heart. Uh, but, come on, we all know the common sense factor here. Do we bring them out on patrol? Hell no, we don't. So, yeah, yeah I, I love those things. So, yeah, I think, uh, do we have any pictures with blades or anything like that? You've got one. I've seen it. Maybe. Oh, you ha- I do? Okay. Well, there you go. So, and I think, yeah. I think even in the description you put, you know, I would never take this out on patrol. It was like the first thing you said. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty okay, white. Good. Good. But, yeah, I've, I've been people. I oh. Like, I'm here in my basement at the moment, which is my beloved Batcave. And I <laughs> see, I think, seven swords, three shuriken, <laughs> and a bunch of knives, just just a ton of weapons. <laughs> Which oh, yeah. makes me question my own awesome. sanity. No, no, see, I love those. I think it's awesome. Um, but yeah, yeah, see, but we we don't take them. Out. How about guns? There's there's someone I know who um, who advocates, you know, guns. I would never take guns out on patrol. Okay, um, that's not to say that I'm not. I you know I don't support you having your own gun. Hell yeah, I do. Go ahead, get a gun. You know, I. I'm quite fond of my guns, um, but as far as out on patrol, uh, nah, I've only seen bad things happen when you bring them out on patrol. So, um, you know, we're lucky we didn't have a death uh, happen because somebody we know brought a shotgun out on patrol, and it discharged in the middle of um, an altercation. Luckily, it didn't hit anybody. It just went through a trailer park, um, you know, it went through a trailer and out, and luckily didn't, you know, didn't hit anybody, like I said. But that person, that person did time, didn't they? Yeah, they did some time for having that, that weapon out on patrol. So, yeah, yeah. And if you're in the RLSH community, yeah, see, Titus Lupus remembers that. Now, can you imagine, say, somebody was sitting there, anybody was sitting there in that trailer when, when it went off and went through the trailer? Yeah, whole new story, you know what I mean? So, um, anyway. Uh, but that that is the number one reason why I don't, you know, say bring a gun on patrol. If you're carrying, if you've got a license, like I know another person who carries all the time anyway. He's got a license and he believes in carrying his firearm with him. Fine, you know, whatever. You're just a, another citizen in your town that allows that. Go ahead and do it. But when you actively patrol and you have one of those on you, it becomes a whole other thing. When you're actively patrolling, it becomes a whole other issue. So, yeah, I wouldn't uh, I, yeah. I wouldn't I, case that. I was going to say, you know, I think 
I think you've got to think about what could potentially be the consequences of taking it out with you. And, and you know, I mean, I, I come from a country where I grew up where the police weren't allowed to carry guns. You know, it's, uh, it's, not, it's not common. I, you know, I see cops in, in Grand Central now. I walk in in the morning, there's cops, there's military police in there. They're all armed to the teeth with rifles. And, I mean, who knows what the hell they're, they're doing there. But uh, um, maybe some more protesters might come along and need to be thrown on the ground. But whatever it is... Um, you know, see, seeing them armed is fairly shocking. But the thought of, you know, why the hell would I want to take a gun out on patrol where, you know, really, really all I'm going to be doing is, is, you know, either trying to break up a bar fight or, you know, giving a sandwich to a homeless person. Or, you know, I'm really not putting myself in a position where I'm going to be having a, a shootout at the OK Corral, you know. Right. Right. Picture that because ask yourself this question. If I want to bring the gun on patrol with me. Where what is the scenario that you see yourself in where you will pull the firearm? What are you actually are you going to try to stop somebody raping? Okay, so you come upon you know the worst case thing, somebody either trying to kill someone or rape someone else. Now, are you going to pull your gun and really draw down on that person and say you know stop or I'll shoot you? Type of thing. Is it? Do you really think that's going to happen on your average patrol? So you're going to bring this gun with you, you know, nine out of a hundred times you may see something that needs you to intervene somehow, but I can almost guarantee you that none of that will be something that, that requires you to draw down on someone. Yeah, and of course much more likely is the fact that you go out looking sketchy, the police right, right. pull you over and search you and find a handgun, and you, you know, then you've got a much, much bigger problem. That's exactly it. That or heaven forbid, you know, something goes wrong and the police draw down on you because they see that you have a handgun and you know don't make any sudden moves or anything like that. You don't want to get shot because well, suspect was armed. Yeah. You know, so God, stupid would that be? I'm sorry. Okay, we've, so we've gone like a million <laughs> miles off topic, and it, <laughs> it's, been, it's been kind of and actually it's a subject that interests me a lot because you know of whack jobs, but. Uh, Hey, I said it again. Um, <laughs> but what the hell are we here to talk about this week, Rock? Well, we are here to talk about the mighty masked smile, and I'm pretty excited about this. I really am. Got a lot going on right now, but this thing is always it's always popping up somewhere in my brain, going, "Oh yeah, that would be cool too." Uh, do you want to tell them what that is? My dear yeah, fellow, so this, this was we kind of briefly alluded it, alluded to it on the last show, and and I guess. It's probably only been a couple of weeks that we've been kicking this idea around. But, you know, we um, uh, obviously in, in California, you guys have been doing the Warrior Dash for a few years running now. And, uh, it, and <clears throat> I guess, you know, there were a couple of things. We, we had uh, Misfit and um, White Scorpion on the show, uh, I guess, many months ago now, talking about the Warrior Dash and how that went. And, I mean, really the amazing work that they did for uh, St. Jude's charity. Uh, raising right. thousands and thousands of dollars uh, over the the last few years. So you know, and and we were, we in New York were looking at doing something similar and, and doing a big fundraiser. Um, <clears throat> and I, I guess kind of two things happened. First of all, there is no Warrior Dash in California at the moment, or in Northern California, right? Um, right. This year, and on the East Coast, you know, we were starting to think about. Well, you know, some of these runs, not not specifically the Warrior Dash, but some of these other kind of mud runs, you know, Tough Mudder, these kind of things, uh, they cost a lot of money to enter because they're big events that, you know, uh, cost a lot to run. 
Um, and right. They're, they're run by businesses. You know, clearly they're, they're out to make money. Um, but, you know, we were starting to think, what if we did a, like a superhero-themed run um, and we arranged it ourselves, organized the whole thing and marketed it ourselves, and all of the money that we raise, 100% of it goes to charity, not, not a penny goes in our, in our own pockets. Um, so, and then, you know, you and I were talking about the fact that, well, actually, you know, wouldn't it be cool to do a charity event that rather than make it a run and, and some real macho challenge, make it a, a mile walk that, that anyone could do, whether they're in wheelchair bound, you know, whatever, whatever physical condition they're in, um, you know, and, and include kids and, and uh, you know, uh, I guess groups who would normally have trouble doing a, a fun run, um, generate all the money for charity and actually rather than just doing it in one location, stagger it not only across the country but, but across the globe. Um, so we could actually have, you know, for example, uh, a charity walk, a superhero-themed charity walk happening in London, England. At the same time, we've got uh, video footage of, of our group going across the Brooklyn Bridge. And, you know, and then, then at the same time, we've got the, the California groups, you know, in L.A. or San Francisco uh, doing the same event. Um, and that, to me, sounds a lot more monumental and, and important, you know, I think from a from an event point of view, but also in terms of the amount of, of money we could generate for those charities. That's, you know, the first thing I think of when I hear the mile, I think yeah, almost anybody can do a mile. Yeah. You know, that's not that's not hard at all. And the reason it's important to have everybody be able to do a mile is because you want people to feel like they accomplished something, because you want people to return next year when we do it again. But... One big factor for us was that, you know, we are heavily involved in the real-life superhero scene. And just like we were talking about before, all these costumes, you know, they they come into play. Uh, and this is one instance when these costumes come into play in a positive way. You know, can you imagine seeing a bunch of superheroes walking down the street, a whole mile full of them? That's pretty cool. That generates some attention. What's going on over there? You know, yeah. and... And these heroes that that are really super geared up, they have to be able to walk a mile in their their outfits, you know. So yeah, <laughs> it's good that, that it's not too long. And I guess we haven't talked about the timing yet, but we're talking about July here, so you know it could be kind of warm if you're in your Batman cowl or your, you know, your That's right. Mr. Extreme like, helmet, you know, it's uh, right. It could be a long mile. And if you think about it. Even you know, even if it is a really warm day, it's one mile. You know what I mean? And it's not it's not like a a five k or something like that to where you you know you're going oh my god I'm I'm going to pass out from heat exhaustion. No, it's one mile. You know, and everybody can help everybody out. So and and also it's a mental thing when you're going it's just one mile. I can do this. You know that already. I'm thinking that sounds like. So much fun to be walking with a bunch of people for a whole mile, you know. And you know the the, uh, the thing I love about this idea as well is we decided not not just to make it a hero initiative group thing, to make it Mm-mm. open to not only any other real life superhero groups or teams who who want to be involved, but also other costume activists. So so for example, the Heroes for Hope and the Heroes for Hire groups that we've spoken to before. Um, you know, the, the guys who dress up as superheroes and, and go around, you know, children's hospitals and, and schools. Um, but also, you know, we're, we're now thinking that we would expand it to include groups like uh, the, the Jedi, the lightsaber training groups. Um, there's, there's one here in New York. There's another there in, in San Francisco. 
Um, and, you know, in my mind, how awesome would that be to have a group of superheroes, <laughs> you know, some of them real-life superheroes in their real-life get-up, and then a whole freaking troop of, of uh, you know, Jedi or Stormtroopers. Or, I mean, this, this could be Comic-Con on, you know, Comic-Con on steroids. Exactly. I think it sounds, you know, to even just to see if I were driving down the street and I thought, oh, my God, it's a whole group of Jedi watching. <laughs> that is so cool. So, you know, and the fact that we're not trying to make any money out of it. We're just trying to give the money to charity. Um, the charities have yet to be chosen, so we're still figuring it. And it's not just going to be one charity. It's, it's going to be several, right, Spectre? We were, uh, we were discussing the idea of several different charities. And um, we were also discussing, like you said, staggered start times because the start time in in London, for one, is not going to be, you know, we've got real-life superheroes out in London, uh, is not going to be the same as the start time in Northern Cali. So, um, you know, the fact that we want to post some video to a website, because everybody can post videos of their group, one-minute videos, that'd be fantastic. Um, we're working on that also. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I love the idea as well that we're going to end up with, you know, probably probably 45 minutes to an hour of just awesome video that we, we can then compile. You know, we, we could even, you know, compile it into DVDs and send it to the uh, to the people who are involved as, you know, memorabilia from the day. You know, we could, uh, you know, we could even offer it for sale for people who want to buy a copy of, of you know, the, the complete Masked Mile Walk globally. And, uh, <laughs> All, all of the money yep. goes to charity. I mean, there's, there's so much scope there for, for doing more with that video. It's, uh, it just blows my mind. Yeah, see, that'd be fantastic. Um, oh, Titus Lupus was uh, talking about getting into the Mandalorian Mercs, um, to, you know, mentioning them. And just mentioning them, I'm thinking, I love those guys. Can you imagine seeing a bunch of Boba Fett walking down the street? Oh, man, yeah, yeah. Right? That'd be fantastic. The whole idea behind this was that, um, like you said, you wanted to unite a bunch of people in costume toward a charity and make it something that every an, an activity that everybody can do together. And uh, the Project Hope that happens once a year in Southern California in San Diego is, is right now the biggest event of the year for real-life superheroes. But if if this walk goes on, it's going to go the week after um, Project Hope because all we see on our feed on Facebook or on any other social media is how disappointed people are that they can't get to San Diego for Project Hope, which is a, a one-day event where they feed and um, provide care packs to, to homeless down in San Diego. Um now, you know, it, it costs money to fly down here and then to stay somewhere and to be able to, you know, get in on the event. And I think the, the most people that the Project Hope's ever had is 55. And a great number of those people are people who live either in San Diego, where it takes place. I would say almost half of the people that show up are San Diego's, uh, San Diegans. And uh, another group would be like us. We come up with, you know, like five, six, seven people at a time from Northern Kelly. The rest of the country, it's really hard to get other people up here. To You know, you may get one or two people flying out from different states to join in Project Hope, but that's, that's about it. So um, this event takes care of everybody else 
who feels left out, not being able to join their superhero um, brothers and sisters at Project Hope. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, every single person <clears throat> that I've told about the idea, whether they're involved in this community or not, um, loves it and wants to be involved. You know, it's uh, I've, I've had just random people that I work with say, what, you mean I get to dress up as Black Widow and walk around New York? Yeah, of course I mean. I'd pay 20 bucks Oh, that's for that. awesome. <laughs> Ooh, oh, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. See, I'd love to see that. And people can be whatever they want. Think about it. It's like Halloween in July and in the daytime where you get to walk and have everybody see you, you know, full on um, rain or shine. That's yeah. another thing. But rains, I, I think they should do it anyway. I'd do it. Uh, I wouldn't care. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, it could be raining now. I don't know what I'm going to be yet because I'm really, really looking toward the Star Wars thing, but then at the same time, you know, I've got the rock and roll persona that I don't know if I want to beast that up, but whatever it is, I don't care if it rains. Whatever. Get my costume wet. That's all it's going to do. Yeah, you it's know, I'm already, I, I was thinking the same. I, I could be Thor. I could be a Jedi, but I, I think right? I'm just going to be plain old Spectre. <laughs> I'm going to wear my my New York Hero Initiative vest with my giant New York Hero, Hero Initiative patch. I might even take my mag light. Oh, man, the patches are so cool. Remind me to – and that's another thing. If you're in a group, if you're in a group that uh, has, you know, your own logo, it's like, where are your logos? Because those will look really good in all the pictures. We'll have a website that has pictures and video and everything. And um be cool. Show your logo off. Show everything off. So um, I'm, I'm pretty darn excited about this. I'm not going to lie. It's, yeah. Uh, you know, one of the things when I was talking with a friend um, about this recently, they were um, concerned about the legal, you know, because a, a lot of those things like warrior dashes, one of the reasons why it would be really hard to put one of those on is the insurance policies. Because, you know, whatever you do nowadays, you have to have some kind of coverage that protects you against lawsuits, protects you. You know, you've got to protect yourself. It's a very litigious society you live in. Yeah, but, and you know what? I mean, the, yeah. yeah, I was just thinking there, there's a, a parkour event in New York, which is just called PKNY. It's huge. I mean, they have thousands of kids come from all over the country to do parkour in, in Manhattan. Um, mm-hmm. But they have to be so careful. They're, they're almost on the run from the authorities the entire day because, you know, it's it's not um, it's not formally organized. They haven't had any permission to do it, you know, and, um, right. and they, they don't have any insurance or any kind of coverage. So, you know, they, they literally they go to a park, the cops turn up, they move on to another one, and they they try to let each wow. other know in advance. But it's it's not a good way to hold an event. No, no, and that's see that's the beauty of this that. To walk the street in a costume, you really don't need a permit, you know. To walk um, a a certain, you know, pathway, a certain route, just one mile, no one needs a permit. No one needs insurance. Um, This is something everybody does on their own. It's a simple walk. And, you know, there's, sorry, there will be no lawsuits because it'll be understood that you're doing this on your own. This is a walk that you're doing. of your own free will (laughs) and you take all the risks involved we're not going to be responsible if someone god forbid you know gets hurt on the way you know from the start of you know the mile to the end of the mile that's it's it's a walk if you're doing something goofy it's on you you know um of course that's the negative side of it but we're still we're focusing on the positive we are being realistic we don't want anybody getting hurt on these walks 
which is why it's a good thing to have real-life superheroes um, at every walk that we can because it's our job to try to help keep people safe. So if you see somebody doing something less than safe, you can hopefully tell them to stop, you know, or make them aware of it. Yeah, and, you know, if if uh, Batman passes out from heat exhaustion because it's the middle of July and he's wearing 12 layers of thick black leather, um, you right. know, you've got people on hand who can do CPR and, and can, you know, grab a bottle of water and, and just uh, ease the pain a little bit there. Exactly, exactly. So if you're listening in on this and you're going, how do I do this? What? Do I, okay, so what do I do? Well, you listen to us because we'll probably mention it at least once every show between now and July 18th. Um, and we'll be posting up more details as they come along. We know what we want to do. We know pretty much the date. And uh, it's it's there are just little details that we're ironing out right now. But really, it's so simple. There's not much more to it than that, is there, Spectre? I think it's just nailing down the, uh, the maybe we can find a couple of sponsors. That would be nice. Yeah, and, you yeah. know, I, I was going to say, I mean, we I think probably the last week was spent drawing up a draft for the project and um, and, and finding some backers. And I, when I say backers, I'm not talking about financial backers. I'm talking about other people who can organize local events in their own cities and, you know, who have the contacts and, and the ability to do it. And, uh, you know, we, I guess we probably, it's a little early to name names on who those people are and what groups they represent. Mm-hmm. But, uh mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe over the next couple of weeks we can uh, reveal a few, you know, drop a few names. And, uh, right. Yeah, let's know how that's going. No, yeah, and the, the nice thing about that is there there's a couple of groups that have their own um, wonderful charity events, you know, um, outreach events, like once a month, and, and lots and lots of volunteers now. They've already done a couple of costumed uh, events. So I know that, you know, when we asked them, would you like to be a part of this, they were like, yeah. Absolutely, and uh, I'm excited about that. So that's already another state or two that's joining us, and I'm pretty sure our brothers in uh, the U.K., um, you know, there's the RCSM that's been working with the uh, with the, Hero, the London Hero Initiative out there. So, I, you know, it'd be so cool to get video from across the pond of yeah, them, right. you know, walking around. I ooh, I'm excited. <laughs> Starting first as well. All, all the pressures on those guys. So. Uh, oh right, right. What are they? Fourteen hours ahead of us. And they're they're current. Well, they're, they're normally five hours. There will be five hours ahead of East Coast, so they'll be eight hours ahead of uh, you on uh, crazy Pacific time. Holy crap! Eight hours ahead of us. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're starting first. <laughs> but you know, when they, they can kick it off. <laughs> doing this in as well. I'm, I just. It blows my mind thinking of the landmarks that we could cover in a mile. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it should be very, very Oh, cool. you know, that's a really good, since we're brainstorming here on the air, I think that's great. Uh, it's like, you know, you're in New York. There's so many landmarks. It'd be great if if uh, your route maybe incorporated a couple of those so when you pick your video, you might have something in the background. I'm yeah. thinking the same thing. I'm thinking that the Golden Gate Bridge is what everybody thinks of when they think of San Francisco or the hills yeah, or the Cable Park and I'm thinking, or whatever. You know, we've got the, the Brooklyn Bridge, the Chrysler Building, the Empire State, you know, all within a right? mile. So. Woo, oh, that's fantastic. I, hell, I'd love to walk that mile with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fun. 
You, um, you know what, what could be cool as well, which I've, I've also been thinking about? It doesn't necessarily have to happen in each region, but I, I think it would be easy for us to do this in New York, is at the end of the mile, we have some kind of event. And, and I'm thinking in New York, have uh, we, we actually know a guy who runs a, a dojo in, in Brooklyn, and I'm thinking of... Uh, whether you know if he if he would be willing to give that to us for a couple of hours after the event, um, we can have kind of an after party with like kids face painting and you know design your own superhero costumes for the kids and maybe you know do uh, some some kind of uh, you know making PB and J sandwiches for for homeless people or something in the same event. Just build that. Oh away. Big man, yeah, that's a great idea uh, because really once you walk the mile, you're not going to want to go home and just. Especially if you're all geared out, this happens at Hope every year. We're all in our gear, and when it's done, we're all going. Oh, okay. So what are we doing now? You know. So the past couple of years, like we organized a karaoke party one year, and then uh, the following year, we invited everybody over to this big old giant house that we rented um, because nobody really wants the fun to end. You know, right then. So. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, and last year we invited people back to our place, um, and, you know, there was a pool and a barbecue because we had rented this space in, in San Diego. You know, there's guitar, there's barbecuing, there's people sitting in hot tubs, you know, just fun things together. So you're right. After the walk, we could all, you know, be superheroes a little longer. And like you said, have the face painting, have... Dude, these sound like such fun events. I I can't wait to just go forward on this because July will be here before we know it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, uh, you know, so I think very, very soon we're going to have a Facebook page up, a website, and uh, a hell of a lot more information as to how people join up and, and you know, what it costs to be involved. And we're, we're really not looking for much at all in terms of, you know, donations to join in. We're looking, you know, a very small amount that anybody could afford. Um, yeah, if people yeah. want to get sponsorship on top of that, then then all the better. Right. So if you've got like a uh, you know a um, because we're hoping to have uh, also our five hundred one c three by then. So if people are looking for sponsorship through their work, we may be able to give them the tax donatable, you know, the tax deduction um, receipt by then. So we'll see. I'm not going to promise it, but we'll see. Uh, and that'd be nice because a lot of uh, companies will match, you know, whatever the employee is donating to a certain event, so to a certain charity. So once we figure out what those charities are, we've got a couple in mind. But um, oh, while we're at it, you guys got suggestions? We'd love to hear it because we're in the planning stages right now. And, you know, brainstorming is better with a bunch of brains involved. You know, no offense, Spectre. It's not like, you know, you and I are <laughs> smart enough to think of anything, but dang, I love it when other people join in on the brainstorming. It's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have zombies wandering past me just, like, knocking on my empty hollow skull. <laughs> What's in there? <laughs> <laughs> Going starving. <laughs> yes, next. All right, you- you you pitched it low and slow. I had to swing at it. So there you go. Um. But, uh, no, oh, oh. seriousness. I I mean, yeah. anyone who wants to be involved, this is you know this is an event for the community by the community. So uh, anyone who wants to be involved, get in touch, and we'll be holding regular conference calls and things as this uh, as this project really gets off the ground. So uh, you know, just let us know. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, this is open to everybody. We're going. You know what, you guys? This is. 
you want to be part of this, it's fine. This is not an initiative exclusive thing. This is like, hey, you know, anybody who's got a costume, um, come join us. So besides, you may find yourself making friends with, like we said, Mandalorian mercs or, or maybe we're hoping maybe we can get the 501st to join us, you know. So in these conversations, you'll be speaking to members of them too because I get a feeling that there's a certain Golden Gate Knights group that will probably be joining us on this. So um, that's exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling the same cool. New York Jedi as well. And actually, we've met, you know, I guess the, the benefit of being on the East Coast as well is everything's so much closer, and there's the Connecticut Jedi and other other groups mm. here too. So, uh, you know, it's. It, I think we'll have a few people coming down. Yeah. Heck, yeah. See, even, I tell you, even if it were only us, it would still be fun. I'd still do it, but I get a feeling that it's going to, you know, once, uh, especially I'm picturing these really cool flyers and, um, you know, websites that people go, I want to be part of this. Sounds great. Yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <yeah>. you do. <laughs> because it's going to be fun. Um, Spectre, I tell you what, you and I had, had uh, you know, toyed with the idea of, of ending our show a little early tonight because we both have really um, pressing things to do tonight and early tomorrow morning. So um, it's getting close to 8 o'clock. I don't know. Do you think maybe we can let him know what uh, if we've got any activities planned and then maybe wrap it up for the night? Yeah, I think I think that makes uh, sounds like a plan. Yeah, I must uh, I must confess I've got a stupid early start to do a stupid presentation. So, uh, um, so yeah, you know, well, what, have, what, what have you got going on over in uh, San Francisco at the moment? I'm pretty excited because we've got, um, actually, I'm really excited. We've got the Superheroines Initiative, the female uh, superhero group that um, we have all over the place. But the, the San Francisco chapter is having, it's it's called a Mardi Bra, um event this Saturday. And what it is is it's a benefit night of music, comedy, and burlesque. Woo-hoo! Um, to raise funds for homeless women in San Francisco, what we're doing is we're trying to buy them uh, brand-new undergarments because that seems to be a big problem for shelters and just homeless women out there. So that is this Saturday. If you're listening in and you're in the San Francisco Bay Area, um, it's on Broadway near Jacqueline Square, and the club is called XOXO, just like Kiss Hug, Kiss Hug. So that is this Saturday at uh, at 8.30. And um, our band's going to be playing. I'm pretty excited. We had a band yeah, rehearsal today. I must today. say, I've seen the flyers. And, I mean, <clears throat> not only is it <laughs> a very, very good cause, but, I mean, it looks like an awesome night out. I, I, I really oh. wish I could be there. I know. You know what? It's all the beads, too. Everybody's like, ooh, Mardi Gras. So everybody's dressed in Mardi Gras <laughs> and bringing beads. I don't know who, well, who they think they're going to throw the beads to, because, honestly, I'm not going to be flashing. But, hey, who knows? There may be the, the burlesque ladies. Who knows? Maybe they'll do it, and then... You know, we'll have somebody to throw our beads too, but it looks like a blast, especially the venue. You'd love it, Spectre. We gotta sometime when you're out here, we gotta plan to do a gig together. I, I was actually I, just thinking that yesterday. You know, yeah. I was in the car driving along, thinking, "Holy crap, that would be fun to do a gig with Rock and and Bug and you know the guys out there in California." <clears throat> we should. Yeah, go. because yeah. you are like a rocky. You're like a metal dude machine, right? Aren't you? Like <laughs> I've heard you sing before, and it's amazing. So um, yeah, we could back you up on some songs because we awesome. have you turn them up. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, we should. We you know, have. I'm, 
I'm, I'm definitely going to be out there at end of September, if if not uh, if not before, and then you know there may be some event going on around Thanksgiving as well. I think that uh, hell yeah, us getting together. <laughs> so uh, you know, we'll, we'll, I think this will happen. This is going to be a seriously epic <laughs> epic event. Yeah, can you put that little bug in her, and that's it. You know, I'm going to go tell the rest of the guys, and they're going to go, oh hell yeah, we back him up. That'd be cool. <laughs> Get you to sing. So because you've heard me, it's your turn, brother. Time for you to get up there. So, yeah. Nice. But, yeah, that, that's what we've got going on this weekend. And, uh, yeah, pretty excited. What about you guys? How's it going? So, yeah, you know, it's it's funny. It's it's that thing where it never rains, but it pours. Um, we, we've been planning yeah. some um, some outreach work um, with uh, a, a local, another local group and, and uh, who are kind of interested in coming along. Um, the other group, I forget what it's called now. I had it in front of me a minute ago, but I've lost it. Um the other group are doing another local event this week. So we're looking at a, an outreach event this week, another event um, somewhere downtown, uh, and it is called... My laptop's so slow. Huh? It'll come back to me. Um, <laughs> but on top of that, we also... Oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a university project called the Campus Pantry Program, um, and they do it. It's all over the place. It's in Queens. It's in Brooklyn. It's in the Bronx. Um and yeah, the first one's this week, but we're going to have uh, let's see what nine, ten different events um, where people will essentially be volunteering for the Food Bank of New York City, and uh, and just going along to um, basically university pantries and just helping um, either donating food or donating time to make food and then handing that food out to, to homeless people around the city. Um, Hell yeah, I love it. So. Yeah, and it's and you know even what doesn't go to homeless people goes to uh, um, kids who who you know can't afford uh, school lunches and that kind of thing as well. So it's it's an awesome awesome project. Um, so as well as that, um, we suddenly just got contacted yesterday by a, uh, a magazine in France um, who are really interested in doing a, a story on the New York Hero Initiative and are coming out here as well. So uh, yes, <laughs> so there's a lot going I love on. It. Love it. You guys are so I love this. Um because that's where the initiative started is in New York. So I love this because you guys are like rock stars. <laughs> so and I'm always like, I'll I'll see you I'll see you pictures, you know, and wherever in the articles and I'll go, I know them. Those are like my family. So it's so cool. So yeah. <laughs> so that's awesome. And if you guys anybody's listening and um wants more information, you can find us on Facebook. All you have to do is um, put in Hero Initiative Group in your um, search bar, and you can find us there. Uh, You can also just type in New York Hero Initiative. Uh, You can type in California Hero Initiative, and you can type in – there are so many other states. Just type in um, Hero Initiative Group and see what comes up. So that's us. Uh, We're not the comic group. Uh, There's there's an artist comic group, um, also called the Hero Initiative, but uh, you'll be able to tell the difference right away. We don't we do not do cartoons and comics. We, we're the guys who are out on the streets. So, anyways, that's what I've got, and it is so funny, my alarm just went off, so that's a, wow, how's that for perfect timing? Yeah, so, and, and you know, we will be posting up a ton of links over the next uh, week or two around the uh, the uh, my goodness, I've forgotten the name of it already. What's wrong with my brain tonight? The Pantry Mile. Project? <laughs> no, I was, think, yeah. I was thinking oh. of the uh, uh, the Master Mile. Um, okay, there you go. 
<laughs> I was trying and to you, think of it. But you yeah. got you got stuff to do. You got that presentation tomorrow, and it's late <laughs> over there right now, so we need to let you go, let you get to bed. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so everyone watch watch this space and uh, yeah, get in contact if you want to be involved. It's going to be really really awesome. Right, exactly. Now, uh, I guess with that, we should take the show out, huh, and thank our college, thank our chat room listeners, um, and thank people who are listening in right now. And if you're listening to this on archive, right on. Thanks for, you know, clicking in on, on your own leisurely time and, and uh, you know, keep, keep an eye out for uh, all the stuff we're talking about. We'll be putting up links. Wow, look, we've got the music coming on. I wow. guess that's a subtle hint, play, huh? Play the bum's rush. I know, that's right. <laughs> it's the equivalent to that hook on the stage. Get the hell <laughs> off the stage. All right, I'm off to see Chappelle. You get some sleep. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to go see Dave Chappelle tonight. That's right. <laughs> uh, <jealous. laughs> I know. I, I, I don't know. I got, I got looked, looked down. Tickets, so. Anyway, and we'll talk to you guys later. We love you. Yeah, Thanks, take care, husband. everyone. All right, everybody. Have a good one. Bye.